I'm Rowdy McRae. This is the Play A Bigger Game podcast, the place you come to to get tips, tricks, ideas and interviews that will help you play a bigger game. A few weeks ago, we introduced a new concept where we brought people onto the show that have been listening to the podcast and had taken one of the ideas or the concepts and put it into action. And today, I'm excited to say we've got Luke on and Luke's going to tell us about how he's taken the concept of the traffic lights of life and applied it to his world. How are you today, Luke? Yeah, good, Rowdy. How are you? I'm awesome, mate. I'm really awesome. I love this concept of having real people on the podcast rather than just me waffling on about the power of motivation, even though I'm absolutely obsessed with it, or, you know, interviewing somebody else who's right into it. Getting real people on to talk about it has been an absolute joy for me. Am I only real because you say I'm real? Because have has anybody uh, who's listening to the show ever seen me? Well, or am I just a figment of people's imagination? So I'm just getting I'm getting really deep, you know, like you know, if the if a tree falls in the woods but you're not there to, to see it, <laughs> does it make sense? I hope that I'm not the only person that can hear you because that, that that would be really scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did I did that on a radio show one time for an April Fool's thing, uh, where we were we were doing the the breakfast show this is in Melbourne, and the uh, <laughs> Zach Efron was in town when he was at the peak of his you know fangirl teenage kind of phenomenon, like like he was at the One Direction level, and so we just we we kept saying, hey, we've got Zach Efron on the show, he's going to be joining us, and then we we did one half of the conversation and made it sound like. We just hadn't turned Zach Efron's channel. <laughs> so we're doing, well, I go, hey, Zach, how you doing? And then there was just silence. And then we go, <laughs> oh, Zach. <laughs> and then we, we just did this. A 13-year-old girl called up devastated, absolutely sobbing in tears because she was distraught. She was making, missing Zach Efron because of my mistake. Last time I ever played a practical joke like that on my breakfast show. Ah, and she didn't know that it was April Fool's? Oh, no, no, no. She was devastated and she, she went to school not knowing it was a joke. And um, and I had a fair bit of explaining to do to her mum. <laughs> it was an awkward time, Rowdy, awkward time. Yeah, I, I can imagine. I love the fact that you've got a radio show. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that before we talk about the traffic lights of life? Yeah, sure. The, uh, the Luke and Susie radio show, which is uh, on at least, uh, I think it's around about 15 different uh, radio stations around Australia at different uh, time slots in fact from 6 a.m through till about 7 p.m anywhere in australia at any given time on a monday to friday you'll be able to stream the luke and Susie show somewhere and uh it's 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 great like i've been doing breakfast radio or, or, or various different aspects within a radio station for the last 16 years but i get to co-host a show with my wife and I, I talk about the fact that when i train announcers uh one of the first things i tell announcers is that you've got to be enjoying it otherwise if you're not having fun then it comes across and nobody's having fun so get out of the business and so so because of that, my job is to have fun with my wife on air for three hours a day, which is which I think is a, a bit of a privilege. So we, we have a blast. Uh, I get to hang out with uh, the, the lovely lady who is the most intelligent and uh, witty side of our relationship, and I get <laughs> before occasionally. That's awesome. That's awesome. So uh, do you talk about the Play Bigger Game podcast, you guys? Like, I don't mean on the radio show. I just mean in general. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about you all the time. In fact, we, yeah, have, yeah. we, we have a Wednesday meeting at about 6 o'clock where we sit down to talk about, well, how have you been inspired by Rowdy today? <laughs> <laughs> since, since we've been, we've been uh, chatting uh, and you know, talking about the concepts of Play a Bigger Game, they're, they're important things that 
uh, that we've we've explored in our life, and and I think some of it is is sort of starting to adjust some of the decisions that we make now. But also, it helps put into perspective some of the decisions we've made in the past, like where we we did it, but we you know sort of looking at the say the traffic lights of life, having a look at the the difference between accelerating and, and braking in some of life's big decisions, and um, you know, and and sort of we can look back in retrospect on some of that and go, oh, you see, look, it's it's making sense and it's adding up, and we can see who's more inclined to be what way in our relationship. So it's, it's been cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. For people that are listening, let's uh, quickly give them a heads up on the Traffic Lights of Life. So the Traffic Lights of Life was in episode number eight. So if you want to zip across to iTunes and go to episode number eight, you can hear all about the Traffic Lights of Life. But the simple version of it is the when, when we come to traffic lights when we're driving around the city, it's really easy to decide what to do when it's red. You hit the brake. When it's green, you hit the accelerator. But when it's amber, you need to make a decision about it. And my theory is that when it's amber, that's the critical time of your life. And most of us tend to hit the brake and wonder why we're not going anywhere because we're pulling up short of what we could possibly achieve. That's the short version. You want to hear the long version, zip across to episode number eight. But Luke, I reckon everybody's really interested in hearing how you put that concept to work. As a husband and as a business partner, um, there's there's a lot of different ways to look at this traffic lights of life, which is beyond just the individual. Like, so I can I can be one way inclined as to whether I brake or accelerate at an amber light, but when I've also got to share that decision with somebody else in my life, it, it, it actually makes doing either braking or accelerating a very difficult decision sometimes to to come to, and 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 the conflict can can be very real in the midst of that when you, know, you just imagine. You're driving along in one of those, uh, you know, the the learn, you know, when you have your driving lessons, and there's the brake and accelerator on both sides of the car, <laughs> and it's kind of one of you hits the brake while the other one hits the accelerator, and it can be disastrous what goes on there. And so I, I think it's fair to say, as a general rule, I'm an accelerator. Um, that uh, when when the when life goes amber, I just you know hit the hit the floor and just see what happens and hope for the best. And, and that means there's been a lot of messes and disasters and things I've got wrong. Yeah. Uh, no question about that. There's been carnage behind me at times. Uh, but it, it also means I'm, I'm committed and, and I've got a reputation uh, with some of the people that I work with. They get very frustrated because if we disagree on something, whether it should, we should accelerate or brake, every time that I say, no, we're accelerating and I win that fight and they go, oh, they're waiting to see me fall over and collapse. But, uh, but I've got a reputation to say whenever I accelerate hard in that situation and put my reputation on the line, it's like the the saying is, damn, Lukey's come through again. And uh, it <laughs> seems to, to get the victory, even though nobody else could see it at the time. Uh, but when it comes to, to Susie and I, and I don't know that Susie's a breaker. Just, be, just before we go to Susie, I, I love the analogy. So when you're talking with people at work and you challenging each other about going forward and you win the argument and hit the accelerator do, do the others go let's buckle in this could be a rough ride well, well yeah they do like I remember one of my bosses uh, what I used to work for he, he said to me it, it, it took him about two and a half years but he got there he, he, he used the analogy of me which sort of fits the traffic lights uh, scenario a little bit where he, he goes I finally worked it out you're a racehorse, a racehorse. you have to run and I, he kept trying to put me into. He kept trying to protect me by putting me into the the stables, and just saying, "Have a rest, have a break, have a rest, stop." And and he was trying to to look after me, but he realised that he wasn't looking after me because I was a race horse. And if I'm not racing, then I'm not being who I'm meant to be. 
And so for me, breaking is actually the antithesis of my character. It's the antithesis of what I'm, I was actually born to be. I run, I go hard, and every time I break because I'm scared, which would usually be the reasons why I break, I wasn't willing to take the risk, then I, I'm miserable. And I'm unfulfilled and I'm not at my best. And so I've, I've had to learn to, to trust my instinct to go, if I need to accelerate here, if I need to run, then I just need to throw everything into it. And, and the, the thing is that they've learned, so yeah, they buckle up for the ride, <laughs> buckle in for the ride, but they go, well, if he's this adamant about it, that, you know, they, they keep thinking it's going to fail, but they, <laughs> but they know that whenever I've been that adamant about accelerating, it never has. And so, I mean, I'm I'm glad that's the case because otherwise it's hard to win those arguments, Rowdy, and and I'm all about winning arguments. (laughs) You know, that's a great lesson for uh, anybody who's a business owner or a, a business leader, and I suppose even as a parent, that sometimes we're guilty of telling people to hit the brake when they so want to hit the accelerator. And, and, and vice versa. So we could be pushing people out of their comfort zone by going, no, no, I want you to hit the accelerator on this and, and all they want to do is break. What a simple way to look at your interaction, involvement and engagement either as a staff member or, or as a business owner or a business leader and think about, well, am I doing to that person what Luke's boss was doing to him? Like, do I need to let him hit the accelerator every now and again? Or if they're hitting the accelerator too much, do I need to show them when it's the right time to hit the brake? So that's what I love about getting real people on to the podcast, because that's a great story that I would never have thought of that relates so well to the topic. But you've got another story that relates to the love of your life. Oh, well, so I mean, it's, it's, I mean, there's lots of stories when I look at it. And I was actually just thinking, just as you're talking there, about um, two different business decisions that I, that I made. Um, and one I braked and the other one I accelerated. And, and both were absolutely correct decisions. Uh, so we knew that, and, and I was you know, entrepreneurial and I wanted to be in business and I didn't want to just work for somebody else for the rest of my life. And so I was exploring you know, different options, including you know, purchasing franchises and all, all these things that I looked at and I was on the verge of purchasing a franchise and just the, the, when I was talking with Susie about it and we had to come I was keen to go and she was like oh and, and I wanted to accelerate and she was her foot was on the brake and and in the end I, I kind of trusted what she said and decided to, to not do this and um, and, and then it, it came another opportunity down the track where it actually was about going in the business on my own in the field that I was working in, in, in media. And, and it was scary because when I actually looked for advice, and, and, and Rowdy, this was a really intense time for me because when I, I went to all the entrepreneurial and all the startup meetings and network groups and I had guest speakers, and basically the advice that everybody gave was, you know, if you're married and you've got kids that depend on you, if you've got debt and no money behind you, then do not even... Even think for a second about going into a startup business. Forget it. You're not ready. Um, it'll just be disaster. And I was married. I had three kids. I had debt. I had no money behind me, and I did it anyway. And <laughs> I did it. But I, I, I looked to Susie as the person who's a breaker. You know, in in these situations, you know, she's the one who who puts the caution on me because I'm the I'm the racehorse. I go, I accelerate, and uh, and she said to me, I was stressing, I was lying in bed, um, just stressing out. And she came in. It was sort of ten o'clock at night. She'd been up watching TV. She just came in and gave me a kiss, and she said, No matter what happens, everything's going to be okay. 
and then she left the room again. And just th- what she what she said to me in that moment is, if you want to accelerate, you have absolutely my entire blessing, and it will be fine no matter what happens. So don't take the burden of failure on your shoulders. I give you permission just to run. And what a moment! What a moment for me. The pressure just released from my body. I actually went to sleep not long after that, and and we made the decision. We stepped forward, not having any idea. When I gave my notice to my boss, and he goes, "What are you going to do?" I said, "I have no idea." He goes. <laughs> Are you insane? I said, I think I am, but that's why I need to do this. <laughs> I yeah. the question was in my right mind, and, you know, fair enough. But we went ahead, and, you know, it's a couple of years ago now, and we're so much better off right now than we, we ever were. And we've been building something together. Um, the consequences have been good, not bad. And, uh, you know, what, what, a, what a great time to accelerate. And I like the fact that you put it into contrast to that decision a couple of years earlier where we braked. And it was about braking and accelerating at the right time and not just because you're scared. Yeah, so you weren't being reckless about it. And I love the I love the idea that you've taken two different views, so yours and Susie's, and been able to apply both of them for a good outcome. Because, you know, some people go, oh, you're, you're always my hair break, you know, you're always holding me back. It, but but sometimes that is exactly the right thing, just like you've, you've found. And being able to go, well... You know, I trust that. I trust that. And on the other hand, for Susie to be able to go to you, you know, it is the right thing to do to accelerate, to hit the, the go button on this. And I just want to let you know that it's safe. I feel safe to get in the car, put the seatbelt on, and let's let's go for this. I reckon that's an absolutely awesome story. It's difficult at times, Rowdy, because, you know, the, the thing is about our relationship is we, we think and process life very differently. But the beauty of that is that together we're so much more um, effective and powerful and, uh, you know, uh, have so much more capacity because we bring different things to the table. But that very thing that actually makes us more effective and, and you know, what she, she does that makes me better is the very thing that causes us conflict at times because we see things in a completely different perspective. And the, the constant battle is to go, there's no, no way for a second I want to surrender how she makes me better. But I have to understand there are times where the thing that she does that makes me better is the thing that, that I'm going to butt heads with. And I've got to be okay with that because it is just a fraction of a moment of you know the, the blessing and the strength that she brings to me in my world. It's why I'm in business with her. It's why I'm in life with her. It's why I have three kids with her because uh, she, she's the most significant, most empowering person in my life. She's the only person, uh, and sometimes in an argument, I go quiet and she gets so upset with me because why are you quiet? Because I never quiet any other time. <laughs> Because when I speak to other people, I really don't care what they think of me. But when I speak to her, I do. I care what she thinks of me. And so I, I try and choose my words really carefully because every, every moment with her is, is the, the strength that builds me in other times. And I think people that are listening probably have a significant other in their world. And it's, it's worth giving to thought... Because everything lives on a continuum, right? So you, you go, I'm an accelerator, and Susie tends to, to be the break in the relationship. But there might be people around who are more of an accelerator than you are, or more of the break tendency than Susie is. But I think having the conversation around what's your tendency, and because I often find, and you've found the same thing, that the person who tends to break most of the time is is 
great to have around and they have their reasons for doing it but when the person who tends to brake goes accelerate I t because I'm like you, I, I want to accelerate all the time. But when somebody in my world who would normally say, oh, I don't know, you know, let's be a little bit cautious here. When they go accelerate, I go, my goodness, that's a great indication that I should pr probably should uh, put the foot down here because they can see something that I can't see. Yeah. And invariably, it turns out okay. Yeah, and understanding that, because I wouldn't say necessarily that Susie is generally a breaker. In some situations, maybe in business, but in, in other ways, she's an absolute accelerator. Um, but, you know, so given the circumstances, I just accelerate all the time. Uh, so, <laughs> but... But what I've learned about her is she has a she has a, a wonderful ability to think of more things, more consequences than I do. She has a wonderful ability to understand um, the the empathy of people a lot more than I do. And so I understand that she sees the stuff that I don't. And so when she speaks and she has hesitation, when she has caution, that's something to trust and explore, and not just to to argue with. Yeah, and I think you're right that we all have our comfort zone and our uncomfortable zone, so to speak. So, you know, some of us are more comfortable accelerating in some circumstances and more comfortable hitting the brake in other circumstances. And it's just a great little analogy to look at and and consider and think about and and apply like you have and, and just see if you did something different, what would change the game? Or if uh, you listened to somebody else's reasons, would that change the game? Mate, yeah. uh, I love the fact that you've taken time out of your busy schedule of doing 24 hours a day on the radio to come <laughs> on my show and talk about how you've applied the traffic lights to playing a bigger game in your life. I really do love the fact that real people, I think, bring real context to the concepts that I've got running around in my head and I enjoyed talking about it so much. If uh, you're listening to the show and you go, I would love to come on Rowdy's show and talk about how I've applied one of the concepts, then just go along to send me an email at podcast at rowdymclean.com. I will answer every single email that I get. We'll get you onto the show. We'll have a chat about how you've used one of these concepts in your world to change your world because my belief is that one idea executed really well can completely change your world. And if you get a chance, pop over and listen to Luke and Susie on the radio. They are fantastic people. Luke, it's been awesome having you on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Rowdy. Really appreciate your time, mate.